Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What do you think? Are you going to be in the booth? You're going to go on movies maybe? Or or are you going to go back and play for the Eagles? <laughs> you have 10 seconds. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, we need a trend. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, I think, know. Okay. Um, that's a good yeah, That's what I'm I'm trying to figure it out right now. There's right now exploring different opportunities if I end up retiring, uh, still working out and staying in shape if I end up playing again. Well, there you go. That was Jason Kelsey on the Fly on the Wall podcast, an Odyssey uh, podcast, by the way with David Spade and Dana Carvey uh, talking about his future. So he's leaving the door open, Hugh. Tom Kelly in for uh, Joe Gillia today uh, here on the Midday Show with Hugh Douglas. But what did you think of that, Hugh? Jason Kelsey not closing the door on his football career yet. I mean, you know, and I know they're part of our, our, the Odyssey family, but let the man answer the question. Quit cutting him off. That's, that's what I got from it, and I know I'll probably get some heat <laughs> for that. But I'm just like, I, the, one, <laughs> the one thing I hate the absolute most is when you ask – a question, and then you proceed, when I'm answering the question, you proceed to keep talking while I'm trying to answer the question that you just asked me. So let, let's let's just do that because that's annoying. Like that's a pet peeve of mine. Like when somebody's talking and all of a sudden I'm answering and then you're just still talking, like stop that. But for the most part, he got time. He got to what, March to free agency start, a couple days after free agency. I'm going to give him that. Then you got to make a decision, dog. He's got to make up his mind soon here, Hugh. I mean, yeah. the combine this week, Howie yeah. and Nick will speak tomorrow. The Eagles got decisions to make. They yeah. they need to know what they're working with. Here. Yeah, and I think he will. You know, no pressure on the big fella. Love him to death. But come on, dog. We need to figure out I'll, I'll tell you what, man. some I'm, of these financials. I don't know where you are <laughs> on this right now. I'm starting to feel like he's coming back. I I, I think he will. I, it all depends on what him and his wife they figure out. Because yeah. the money's going the money's there. It's just that whether or not he wants the the desire. Like how strongly does he feel about the situation that the team is in? That, that's the biggest question. How strong does he feel about the triumphant return of the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, and that's the, that is, the money part of it is interesting because that's a factor with Kelsey that you almost need to take out of the equation. Like with most players. Oh, he's like, going to get paid. Right. Like he's going to get paid no matter what he does. If he yeah. plays, he'll obviously get a lot of money. If he doesn't play, he'll make a lot of money in media. And that's, I guess, where you, where you don't have 
the leverage that you'd have with other players. Other players would want to come back for that check. With Jason Kelsey, even if he doesn't play, he's got enough uh, streams of revenue where he's going to be fine. Yeah, he's going to be fine, man. It's, it's one of those things where do you want to beat your body up to make a couple meal or do you want to run your mouth to make a couple meal? Do both. Yeah, he can he can do both. Or, you know, I don't know what the podcast is doing, but I'm pretty sure, you know, he ain't hurting for nothing. With all the sponsorship and everything that they have with that, I'm pretty sure they're doing real lovely. So he's going to have – you know, he, he's still going to have gas money. He ain't going to be worrying about that. No, and, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, but I think he's he's coming back at this point. Where are you on this, Kyle? Do you think that Jason Kelsey uh, is maybe closer to coming back than you thought a couple weeks ago? Uh, subject to change tomorrow when the next time he speaks and, and offers up some other vague response about, you know, in the next or, you know, when he's going to make his decision. I would say right now I'm leaning more towards he will be back. I, he's just too good right now for him to all of a sudden – I feel like he would have more regret hanging it up while he's still at the top of his game than he would if he like just spent one more season. See how it goes. You know, I can't see any scenario where he like falls off a cliff next year. So just come on back, buddy. I, I think come on home. I think he's. I think. I think we're going to see another year out of Jason Kelsey. Like, I don't think he can help it. Think about a scenario in which the Eagles are really good next year, and Jason Kelsey, you know, decides to retire. That would crush him. Like that would crush him to not be a part of that. I want him back. I, I think we're we're getting there. I think I think he's going to be back. He got to he got to the beginning for it just a couple of days after that. Oh, you're giving him a deadline a couple of days after. Yeah, I give well, him before. Yeah, you're probably right because the fridge's move was pretty. We quick. need to know. Yeah, yeah, we, we need, need to know, know what the hell's going yeah, on, you're man. Right about that. Yeah, we need. To, hey, hey, Kels, if you listen. <laughs> You got to the start of free agency, dog, to make up your mind. Clock's ticking. Yeah, and that, 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 that's you giving you that deadline. I don't want, to, I don't want any part of that. I don't want Jason Kelsey coming after me. Uh, 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Um, and by the way, I meant to mention last time, Joel Embiid, slated to return late March uh, is the hope, according the hope, to Nick yeah. Nurse. That's the hope, is late March, early April. Hopefully get him back. Kind of consistent with what we've heard to this point, but that was the latest update uh, from Coach Nurse yesterday. 215-592-9494. But main topic we've been discussing today, after the A.J. Brown interview with Jack and Ike on Friday, we've all heard it, do you believe that the Eagles are in better shape? Do you feel better about this team moving forward, or do you feel worse? Now, I look at it, I, I, I certainly don't feel better. If anything, I feel worse because of the way that, that adversity has been handled here. And after 2022, that was the big question. How would this team handle adversity in 2023? They didn't handle it well. I, I don't think AJ handled the adversity and the criticism well at the end of the season. And I worry about that moving forward. Where are you on that, You Better or worse? Uh, I, I feel better because I feel like the relationship is repairable because he didn't go into detail about certain things. And I think that's important. I think it's important not to go into detail, especially when you're trying to salvage the relationship. I feel like he came on to try to, you know, defend his, his himself because we've given him the mantra or, or we've, we've labeled him a cancer. We've labeled him a problem child. And I don't think that that's fair. I don't think anything that he's done up until this point, outside of the obvious thing that everybody's pointing to, having a, a blow up with Jalen, is is put him in the cancer category for me? No, and uh, I'll be very clear. Like I don't view him that way. I don't think AJ is a, a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad teammate. I think he's an emotional guy. And as he said with with uh, Jack and Ike during the interview, sometimes he can be misunderstood. 
And I think we did come to a better understanding of where he's at, and I think that's a positive. Um, but want to know how people feel about it. Do you feel better or worse after that interview? Let's go back to the phones, go to Kevin Havertown. What's up, Kevin? Hey, how you doing? What's going on, man? Good. Are you there? No, we- we're not. We're not here. No, you're not. Well, neither <laughs> should A.J. Brown be there next year either. Why is that? cancer. Get rid of him. We don't need him. Well, Kevin, why is he cancer? Yeah, that, that, that's bit of me. This why is he a cancer? Problem. But what He's a problem? You got you. You stick up for him because you're a former pro athlete. You stick up for all the pro athletes. You don't want to harass any of them guys. Is that but what I do? He's a problem. Okay, well, Kevin, since that's how you feel, tell me why he's a cancer. Can I get specifics? Can I get exhibits? Like Jumping exhibit up and a? down on the sideline. That makes him a cancer. All the stuff that was going on all season you saw, wait, man. Wait a minute. Oh, no, the, no, know, no Kevin, give me, give me specifics about him being a cancer. Exhibit A. What's your exhibit A? My, it's only my opinion. Okay. It's only what I it's only what I see. No, but you okay. Well, what do you see that makes him a cancer, Kevin? I, I this is the oh, third time I've asked you. He, call, he, he got he got deep into calling WIP. You guys probably that paid that him makes for him that. A, that makes him a cancer, Kevin. Nah, he, he didn't, and then he didn't answer the <laughs> question. Kevin, he I asked know. you I, three, he, he four it. times. What makes yeah. him a cancer? What makes him a cancer on the squad, his, Kevin? His behavior. That's okay, a, okay. Example. What is what what is a cancer cancerous his behavior? Over all behavior. You know what? What are you, Donald Trump? Give it up, brother. <laughs> really? Look, Kevin, Kevin. Don't be mad at me because you because you I put a little heat to your fire because you well. can't answer the question. Really well. I asked you specific questions, dog. Don't be mad. And and uh, you know what? I think that's the kind of thing that would bo- that bothers AJ Brown, and I get that. Like for somebody to say he's a cancer with no backing whatsoever what he's a cancer what is he called wip he that makes him a cancer in the listen, locker room what listen, are we doing here Kevin, let me do you a favor dog the next time you call and 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 like i'm, I'm pretty sure you're you're used to this like just bring some facts to the table dog I, like you can have your opinion and, and 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 that's okay to have your opinion but at least when i ask you to give me something concrete you know you're talking about they jumping up and down on the sideline that that makes him a cancer then you jump from that to the fact that he called here, that we paid him. That makes us. That makes him a cancer. Like I just, I, I didn't mean to make it so hard for you, dog. I, I, I enjoy the fact that you called in with your opinion. I just asked you to validate it. That's all. If you can't do that and you get mad and start calling me names, I apologize, bro. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to trigger you. Yeah, man. Don't call up and you can't call up and make a statement like the guy's a cancer. And then not give any kind of, you know, backup clip, information. Clip that off and let, let Rod hear that to let him know I'm doing better as far as my, my uh, the way that I interact with I got you, Hugh. Yeah, yeah, just let him hear that. This is a growth moment. <laughs> that was well done, Hugh. And I love how the fact that, that the the person's opinion who he doesn't want is somebody who's actually been in NFL. I mean, line. yeah, he told me, he told me I'm, I'm defending all the players. You're just I don't a player apologist here. I don't defend anybody. I give you my perspective. Like, Kevin, <laughs> my job is not to defend anybody my job is to give perspective because i was in a professional locker room i was a professional so when you hear me give my opinion like you were giving it's not because i'm trying to defend anybody i'm trying to give you insight on something that i've dealt with personally so i'm like i might not be right but my perspective is unique because of the fact that i was in the locker room not like i'm defending anybody so if you feel like i'm defending somebody dog I apologize. That that that's not what I'm doing. I'm just trying to give you a little bit of insight. No, I give you an A, Hugh. I thought you handled it. I'm, that I'm very getting well. listen, man, <laughs> I am growing. I am evolving as a radio host. Growth. This is and, all it's and, about. And hey, listen. 
ain't threatening none of my coworkers no more. I ain't doing nothing. I'm, I am in my sweet spot. I'm in my zone right now. I can confirm two hours, 11 minutes into the show, you have not threatened. Did not threaten nobody. So thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Will in the Northeast. What's up, Will? Hey, gentlemen. How y'all doing today? What's going on, man? Hey, man. Listen, I'm, I'm listening to a lot of these calls, man. A lot of these guys contradicting themselves. They're not, they not, not comprehending what the man said. You know, and one thing I feel about AJ is it's a team effort, right? And I, and I believe he feels as though, I mean, this is my opinion. I believe he's been, he's, he feels as though he's being singled out. Yes. You know, and, and, I agree. and it's like, huh? I said, I totally agree. I'm my fault. I'm going to let you cook. I just, I totally no. agree. Okay, but it's just like he feels as though he's being singled out as a player. It took a team effort. AJ, I believe, bore everything that he could bring to the team to try and win. You know, but one thing I would like to say about being a team, and this is just me, as a leader, which I am, I was born leader. I feel that way, just like what we say. That's my opinion. That's how I feel. But anyway, as teammates, they should rally to this man back. Because guess what? He ain't say nothing negative about nobody on the team, and he's taking all the blunt of everything, man. And that, that's what a leader does. He don't throw nobody under the bus. But my thing is this, man. You know, AJ, you got to understand in Philadelphia, whether you're doing good, you're winning, people going to hate. And when you're losing, people going to hate even more. So, so get out of that, that, that train of thought of, you know, um, everybody's on your case. You know what I'm saying? And one more thing. The same thing with Kelsey. You can't compare to both of them. They're both passionate about winning. They're both passionate about, you know, how they play. They're both passionate about getting the ball. You know what I'm saying? But because one person uh, uh, said, you know, in a way that we don't expect them to say or we don't, you know, receive what they're trying to say is a problem. You know what I mean? But um, AJ, man, Jalen, listen, whatever y'all got to do, and it's nothing that y'all can't patch up. Patch it up, man. And let's win the Super Bowl this season, man. And put all this to rest. That's what I'm talking about. That's all I care about, man. Appreciate it, Will. That's all I care about is winning football games. As far as, like, who panties got in a bunch in the locker room and who was feeling some kind of way, that's locker room stuff. You know, and and you could find out and you still wouldn't understand it. As long as they're okay and they're ready to play next year, that's all I care about. Yeah, and that's the big thing. And hopefully, you know, A.J. got whatever he he got off his chest. And, and, you know, what do you think, Hugh, as as a guy that's been in the locker room, after – that kind of thing happens, and AJ calls into the station. Obviously, things are bothering him. As a as a teammate, if you were a teammate that was close to AJ, would you reach out to him or anything? Well, you like try that? to yeah, try to figure out where his head is, and and you know you'll talk about it or whatever. And the biggest thing, like I said, TK, is y'all trying to win football games, man. I mean that like when you win, the narrative changes. Like that was the first thing that I learned. Being in Philadelphia, I used to hear the, some of the same thing. Oh, Philadelphia, bad place to play. The fans are negative. Da 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 da. And when I got here, I felt a little bit of that. But I can honestly say, when I was here playing, we were in the playoffs damn near every year I was here. After that, so I didn't get the brunt of none of that. And plus, they didn't have social media, so I know so- social media is like magnifies everything. Yeah. And and to be honest, I didn't listen to the radio that much. I, I did not. I was not one of those guys. That, that turned on the radio and listened to the radio all the time. So there was that. But 
I think nowadays, because so many different guys have brands and they and they're on social media and they want they like the fact that they interact with the fans. It's like anything in life, man. You have to take the good with the bad. Definitely. And again, it's important to recognize too that it's not just you lost a couple games or a couple bounces. It's the way you lost. You fell apart completely. It's the way you lost, man. Hey, man, I'm in my mid 30s. I've been grown up in this city, watch this team my entire life. I've never seen a collapse like that in my life. Like that, that, that is something that obviously we're going to dissect and be frustrated by. Um, but you know, AJ got his the stuff he needed off his chest, off his chest, gave us some answers. Maybe some things could have gone more in depth on, but overall, I think it was productive. Let's go to Jay in West Philly. What's up, Jay? Yo, what's going on, yo? Hey, here, yo, bro. Thank you for thank you for telling the the way it is because everything you're saying is exactly what AJ was trying to say. Because he was telling his truth. And some people were still trying to dissect what he said. Oh, that wasn't a good enough answer. Like with the uh, Jalen Hurts thing. Yeah, I was trying like, try, like, like you know, man, I, I try to like, like I said, I, I try to put myself in his shoes and and try to give you what I think he's trying to say. And, you know, I, I don't get it right all the time, but I think I was pretty dead on on this one. I really do. No, no, he was right because it was like he was answering what he could, you know, without saying something else. Because if he had it in depth, then they would have said he's breaking up the team. He's trying to do this, that, and the third. He was speaking out for his team. And he wasn't going to let nobody get in between him and Jalen. So I want to thank you for saying everything that you appreciate said because that's what he was trying to get out. I appreciate you, bro, and I appreciate you listening. Uh, I really do. Appreciate it, Jay. Thanks, man. Yeah, I think when you look at the, at the AJ stuff, and you can read that uh, a few different ways – I just think that situation, okay, it's a close friend, a teammate. You just don't want to go too far in depth. I didn't read that personally as there's anything behind the scenes that he, like, didn't want to get into. Yeah, it was one of those things where it's just like, hey, you don't need to know. You don't need to know everything. And I know, like I said, I think that, you know, in this situation, we have to be mature about it and realize that I think he came on with one type of energy because he thought some of the comments initially – were directed towards him, but when he found out that was not the case, then it kind of changed the tenor of the conversation a little bit. A little bit. And and then he wanted to talk, but he didn't want to get into to all of the stuff moving forward. So, I mean, I understand that. Yeah, that, that's that's certainly fair. Let's go to David in Westchester. What's up, David? Hey, Tom Kelly, Hugh Douglason. How's it going? What's, up, What's going on, man? Hey, let me start with, did you see the movement on Aaron Nola's pitches yesterday? I did, I did not get the chance to to watch Noli yesterday, but I heard David. It for the I two he innings that was other, yeah, the inning oh was pretty my. good. I swear to God. Oh, you excited, huh? Oh, we we had bought twelve tickets this year for you know we buy a single single game. Uh-huh. We we bumped that up to twenty because I saw that. I I haven't seen him have movement on his pitches like that. Didn't not at all last year. Wait, so David, uh, you you bumped your your ticket plan from twelve games to twenty games because of two spring training innings from Aaron Nola? Uh, call me, call me crazy, Tom. But no, I tell you what, that's what that's what that's what new money do for you, dog. <laughs> you like when you get that new <laughs> new contract. Are you going? Are you going down to Clearwater? Uh, no, no. We we went a couple years ago, and um, yeah, we 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 don't have the money to do that every time. But uh, yeah, I I, I mean, yeah, save your money to get those extra ten crazy. tickets, dog. Get those, save your money, get them extra ten tickets. Yeah, I, I got them extra tickets, man. I'll, I'll be down there. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So let, uh, let's go on to AJ Brown. First off, you, I'd like to commend you for being so tolerant of all the people out there and letting them express their opinions. Um, your restraint is admirable, you know, um, from a former warrior. And, you know, I'd like to just, you know, 
give you kudos. I appreciate it, man. But, you know, people people feel the way that they feel, and I think it's important, especially with this platform that we have, to allow them to express themselves. And, right. you know, I mean, that's what it, we're here for. It's not, you don't have to agree with me. And if you feel some kind of way, I mean, you can feel that way, but if I don't get mad at me because I ask you to defend your position. That's all I'm asking you to do. If, if you feel that way, give me the reasons why you feel that way. That's all. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, just express yourself. But, um, yeah, like, like with AJ coming on there, I, I, I love that. I, I thought it was excellent, you know, because it's not easy to come on when you're angry, and it's not easy to express yourself when you're angry because you want to just go over the top. And, you know, the way Ike handled that interview was, was phenomenal. I mean, I, I give all the props to Ike also because um, kept it professional, kept it calm, and, you know, AJ was able to feed off of Ike's energy and have an actual um, substantial conversation Ooh. in, in air. So. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go, David. Appreciate the call. And yeah, I thought I thought it was well handled by Ike and Jack, and, and it, it, you know, did... I guess make AJ feel comfortable, and yeah, he seemed a little happier by the end of the interview. Yeah, because I, I, I does it like I'm telling you, man, and I say this all the time, and I know he probably listens, but he's not like I has changed so much from you know the Ike that I knew when we played <laughs> special teams Ike. <laughs> no, I <laughs> do do tell more. I, I, I'm gonna leave it like that because 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 he's gonna probably tell me, oh, man, you talking too much." <laughs> so go ahead, just leave it. Like that. All right, we'll just leave it like that. But no, I think it was very well handled and. You know, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, See, Mike I and AJ to and Jack be, yeah. are going to be going I, out to dinner anytime soon. I, I aspire to be grown up like that. Now, Jack, on the other hand, Jack was nervous. Well, he owes Jack yeah, an answer yeah, about the Cullen Moore. Jack a little bit of a break. Yeah, yeah, he owes Jack an answer about Jack, the Cullen Moore thing. Yeah, no, <laughs> Jack, Jack, was, Jack was about to pee his little pants. Jack was a little nervous because he, he, he thought he was about to catch some of that heat. I don't blame him, though. Like, I would be shaking back there. Why? I wanted to know because the, the answer to the Kel Moore question. Because Hold the wide on, receiver's no. coming in hot thinking he's no. about to give me the business. But, like, why? but this is what we do. If you, if, listen, if you say what you say, then you got to be prepared for the conference. Well, of course. No, but look, but this is where I'm I'm trying to give Ike credit for being as much of a professional as he is. And obviously not a shot at Jack, but like I'm not experienced enough to be. A, well, no, like, little look, little it's it's. It's a hard thing to be prepared for. It is. Like, especially, like, I have little to no experience being on that side of things. I would not have been ready for it whatsoever. I think Jack, I, I actually think Jack did a really good job. I, I do, too. I'm just saying, like, I would not have been ready. I was envisioning myself in that kind of situation, and I think it's got to be highly stressful. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, the receiver Jack, calls up out of nowhere. Jack kind of soft, though. He did. Like, I envisioned, because I didn't get to hear the whole thing. But I envision him hiding behind Ike uh, just a little bit. Like, uh, I could definitely see him hiding behind I, Ike just I don't a little think bit. that's what would have happened. If he would have called it to me, I would have been like, hi, AJ. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, Kyle's voice would have gone up like 10 octaves there. Um, but it was pretty – like, I just got to point that out, last caller, David. And he sounded like it was he was being real about that. He really increased his ticket plan from 12 games no, he to was 20 excited. games. But on two – Spring training innings from no, Aaron Nola? For me, like, man. Like, seriously, dude? It was more because my MLB app has been jumping with the lineups and everything because I think they play at 1 o'clock today. So it, it gives me all the lines and everything, and it gives me, like, the highlights. And those two innings, like, they were talking about how electric he looked. Not to the point where I would have bought two more tickets, but I get it, man. People are excited about baseball, <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of excited about going down the, the Clearwater, you know, thirst trapping hey, down man, there in Clearwater. And, and people are – hey, I'm not trying to be overly critical. I know I'm labeled the Nola hater. I'm very critical at times. I've called him the fake ace. But, I mean, let's fade. Two spring training. <laughs> I'm not going to put too much stock into that. So the, the fake ace meter has not moved. 
No, the from facility. The, well, it's low now. It was low from the okay. end last year. Oh, well, it's good. He, he yeah, turned man, the season you get, around. Hey, when you get that bread, you know what I mean, and you get your first, you gotta show, you gotta well, show the people. Well, something. here's the thing: you gotta now, give the people what they want. The pressure's on even more now because he got paid. Like, yes. I mean, he yeah, needs to be real ace. Definitely, he's well, on. He figured out the pitch clock thing. It took a whole year, <laughs> but he figured it out with a few starts left in the regular season. Carried in the playoffs. I mean, could he have shown up in Game Six of the NLCS? Oh. Yes. I mean, I he, look. He could have been better. In I know that well, game. he let up three runs in that in that one inning, but he settled in. I don't. I, he was not the reason they lost that game. He wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, I, that that said, in general, push back. On but the... hey, he could have been. He could have been better. <laughs> we leave Noel alone. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Get back to your calls on AJ Brown when we return. But also, very another very interesting aspect of the Phillies game yesterday: a potential glimpse at what Rob Thompson is thinking with his opening day lineup over. Swallow the it, you know, and eat it. There you go. <laughs> we'll uh, tell you what that looked like when we get back. Tom Kelly in for Joe Giglio, along with you, Douglas. Sports Radio 94 WIP. If you're a caregiver in the Philadelphia or Lehigh Valley areas looking after a loved one, reach out to my friends at Best today. When you call 1-800-HOME-CARE, a live onboarding specialist will assist you in the hiring process. Best offers daily pay, performance bonuses, reward programs, and more to support their caregivers. Let Best take care of you so you can focus on what matters most, caring for your loved one. Call Best today at 1-800-HOME-CARE or visit AmeribestHomeCare.com slash radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Stott and Turner, I want guys running around the bases. And and they both feel that they should have more stolen bases. Harper third, Bomaria Multo. It doesn't matter, they're flexible. Schwarber fifth. Fifth, Bomaria Muto, then either fourth or sixth. Castellanos, Marsh, and Rojas. You got your lefty-righty, lefty-righty. You got it all fit in there. And tell me what... That's a good lineup. (laughs) It is. It's a good lineup. And whatever one we go with, if it's not this one, if we get shut out three or four days in a row, I'm going to this lineup right here. Okay, well, I I put it on a small card so you can keep it with you. (laughs) I'm putting it in my wallet right now. Tom Kelly in for Joe Giglio today alongside Hugh Douglas. Hugh, that was uh, last Saturday, uh, Howard interviewing Rob Thompson down at uh, down at spring training. Um, and, you know, he gave him his lineup. 
and uh, Rob Thompson, I guess, took some of his advice. How, how similar was the lineup yesterday to Howard's lineup, Kyle? When we look at this thing here, was it? It wasn't player for player, right? Uh, no. Well, most definitely not. I think that would be. <laughs> well, first of all, Howard's a fraud. <laughs> For doing the the real Muto and Bone oh, thing, I know. four or six. Oh, no, I, Howard, pick a spot. I agree. Like, ha, ha, come on, Howard, have have a take, buddy. You can't put two guys in the same spot in the lineup. Yes. Like that's a hedge, Howard. First of all, um, so let's see. I'm trying to go back to what yesterday's lineup was. Now, if Topper did do it, like see how close verbatim, my lineup because I got my lineup. Oh, you got right your here. lineup too. Yeah, nice. So we did have Turner Stott one two, which mm. I think was what Howard said. I think Howard had Stott Turner. Okay, Stott but, Turner, so already yeah. an L. That could be a one or two situation. So what, Turner was one? Turner was Leo, one, Stott Leo. two. Okay. Castellanos three. Schwarber in the four hole. Um, and then, you know, the rest is sort of backup guys. So I, th- Yeah, okay. Oh, so he was just playing with the lineup, yes. Well, of course, yeah, but I do find it interesting that he had Trey Turner and Kyle Schwarber in the same lineup and chose to go Turner one, Schwarber four. Right, like just some see, guys Just to out. see what it looks like, probably. Br- Bryce was out yesterday, but I do think that's interesting. The fact that he has Trey Turner leading off. And Schwarber down the middle of the order. Now, I don't. I want to know where you guys stand on this. Like, where are you with the whole Schwarber lead? I'm okay with it because he historically did something. He was a unicorn. But he hit like forty some odd home runs, and it was a, a batting average of like one nine seven or something crazy like that. Right, but his on base is high because he walks. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. So I'm okay with that. You know, and, and <laughs> it's it's. I'm a fan of the OG doing what he's doing, even though that you know you can hear people arguing about this like. There's been so many arguments that that we've had about this, especially on this show, about the position and where he is and what he means in the order. I mean, but you can't argue with the fact that the dude hit 40-some home runs and, and you know, his batting average was as low as it is. So, yeah, I, I like him at number one. Yeah, and, I mean, it just works. They just win with him in the leadoff spot. And I've come full circle on this. Like, um, I was filling in for you a day last year, Hugh, and was working with Joe and Kyle, and – and Kyle and I were on the same page, I believe, of Schwarber can't hit leadoff, put him in the middle of the order. I think I can I've beat gone, him in a race. No, you weren't. Yeah. Oh, I'm a pro Schwarber leadoff. Oh, guy. so were you always that way? Oh, yeah. Okay. I can beat him in a race. Okay, sorry, Kyle. Good. I don't mean to put words in your mouth there. My First bad. of all, don't ever do that again. My bad. Um, <laughs> Hughes, Hughes. Jeez, now I'm getting put in my place <laughs> yeah, oh, here. Listen, man, WIP, all you guys do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Making up reports about Kyle's lineup. So Hugh has this whole idea that he could beat Kyle could Schwarber, beat Schwarber in, in, in a race. race. When like there's, I, like I love you, Listen, man, but I don't know. I raced Harper this weekend. My son, I won. Who what? Your your four year old son? Five. five okay, five. all right. Was a little, a little bit different. Five. My bad. My bad. My bad. Harper. He was he was hot. He was hot. <laughs> he didn't like that you beat him. Yeah, he did. Well, that's because you're supposed to let him win. He was yeah, five. Let it win. You know? Well, um, as far as I go, I, I've come full circle on the Schwarber thing. Yeah, where you're I, good. You're I good was a Kyle Schwarber middle of the order guy. Now I want to leave him lead off, but now I want to leave him lead off more than anything, despite how. Uh, that's, like that that's become my main motivation um i'm all in on spite pettiness that's that's a good thing uh in my book but here's my thing like i, I think we make too much about the lineup in in general like really it's most often that lineup is going to go in that order one time a game like in the beginning right so like the whole idea of having guys on base for kyle schwarber like if you're eight and nine hole hitter get on and you have kyle schwarber up guess what you got a couple guys on base for schwarber and he's hitting home runs. Yeah, that's exactly right. And if you put him at, like, say, four, I don't know how many at-bats that equates to, like, fewer throughout the season. Probably, like, 100, though. You know how many opportunities for home runs that is? 100. So uh, I, I just like the idea that there's more opportunities for home runs. Plus, with the amount that guy strikes out, 
This is what we all got so upset with Alec Bohm for in the playoffs, that he was in the four-hole, guys got on base, and he couldn't hit. Do you want Kyle Schwarber striking out 200 times in the four-hole? No. Yeah, and, and this is the way I look at it, is he has protection being the leadoff hitter. Like, being the leadoff hitter, okay, whether you hit Turner number two, you know, Real Muto, whoever, probably Trey Turner, you're going to have protection there. If you hit Schwarber down fifth in the order, what, Bohm's hitting behind him? I mean, it's just not the same level of protection. I don't want a team being able to pitch around Schwarber. And that was kind of the problem you had last year in the postseason with Bryce is, and, and why we had so many debates about the lineup during that series. And should you move Bohm down? Because the Diamondbacks were content with, we weren't, they weren't going to let Harper beat them. And Bohm hit the home run in game seven. That was, that was fine. And this kind of, I guess, leads to the greater discussion of Rob Thompson and his adaptability. But yeah, I think Schwarber has protection in the one hall. He gets on base a lot. So I want to leave him there, and, and we'll see how it goes. But it was interesting that Trey Turner let off yesterday for sure. Uh, 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Um, also, main topic we've been talking about today, the A.J. Brown interview from Friday with the Afternoon Show. Did it make you feel better or worse about where the Eagles are headed moving forward? You're welcome to get in on that. Let's go back to the phones. David in Iowa. What's up, David? Oh, my goodness. Good afternoon. <laughs> What's going on, man? Yeah. How you doing in Iowa, running, man? What's going on in Iowa? I'm just running. I'm just running six hours on home from Friday to the day. I couldn't <laughs> even get through. Oh. Right, I don't. I don't control the phones. I, I, that ain't, that hey, ain't hey, 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 hey! I'm thick-skinned, bro. But guess what? <laughs> That's why he complains every, every at the start of every phone call. I don't complain. I do not complain. <laughs> you just point out. You just <laughs> point out. <laughs> These clowns. I got, a, I got a big block of that stuff, Hugh. What you got? You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I found it. I was down in Alabama. Got a big block of that stuff, man. Smoking crack is like a great high. No, the cheese. The cheese. You talking about Gouda? You got some Gouda? No, Tums me. Oh, you talking. Oh, my goodness. You didn't get the. No, man, no. Yeah. You know what's funny? Because one, one of my cousins heard me talk. It's called Souse. Like, they, they were mad at because it's called, they call it Souse. I'm so yeah. lost right now. I have no clue. What you well, guys we were talk. talking about like like last week. Damn. We were talking about pig feet and stuff like that. Okay. And and hoghead cheese is like it's not really cheese. It's all the pig parts cut up with peppers, and they make it into like a gelatin, and uh. and you eat it with crackers. Yes, disgusting. Say so, yeah, it sounds disgusting. Yes, and not David, into that too, guy. But no. anyway, and David went out and got a whole block of it. Like he's he's block. you know, that's I'll, just. Are you making like hoghead cheese sandwiches? Yeah, naked bread. With some hot sauce. Oh, that's, oh my gosh, it's awful. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> anyway, do it. Anyway, so I, um, I'm kind of neutral because I believe, you know, people, the world is spent on gossip. Now, to me, A.J. Brown could have did right or wrong. If he didn't say nothing, people would be crying, oh, he didn't say nothing. Now he comes on and he says something. He's still wrong. Mm-hmm. So how can you blame a guy for speaking his mind if you don't want to hear it, then turn to another station or just delete it from your brain. Why, why, why make a whole situation? Anybody complaining about him beat being out for four weeks every time he turned around, he hurt. But to be honest with you, he said what he had to say. He's a grown man. He's entitled to his opinion. This is America, right? Indeed. Now nobody asked him. Curious, you know, Ike stood up. Ike, I think Ike was a neck rule move. He was ready for what was going to happen next if anything (laughs) popped off. That's what I'm saying, man. Can't you see Jack hide behind Ike in that situation? I just see that being the case. 
Yeah, the shadow. Like, oh, I, I got protection right here. I got my heavy head over there. So, but, you, were, so you were okay yeah. with what he had to say, David? Well, now, if he didn't say nothing, what would be the topic of the day? Yeah, I'm behind it. But, you know, you got to say something. It's like you're going to a job and you're not going to speak up for yourself, so they're going to they're going to step all over you. They tell you, you got to have a you can't you, you can't just not be quiet. You can't because they're going to look at you and like, oh, he's scared to talk. Now he speaks. It's like Iverson when they had him with the practice, and it was like you know he spoke his mind. He's like, we're talking about practice, not the game. Yeah, I, I I hear you, David. I appreciate the call. I mean, I don't I, I don't really see the parallels between you know Alan Iverson's practice speech and, and this, but th- hey, this is the situation. There's been a lot of stuff out there. Some of it credible, some of it not. Some mm-hmm. of it from local outlets, some of it from national outlets. And I I mean, AJ Brown was obviously frustrated and wanted to get some things off his chest. And you know, I I think he was uh, he's obviously in his rights to do that. I'm glad that he did it. And I think it gave us all a better understanding, Hugh. Like, that's where I'm at right now is I don't necessarily feel better about the team, but I do feel like I understand much more where AJ's coming from. Yeah, he, he didn't like the way he was betrayed. And and it's one of those things that no matter how we get on here and try to explain it to some people, some people just are not going to understand that passion. They just can't. They can't fathom that because they're going to look at it and see a guy who potentially is putting his other teammates down and and – saying that he worked harder than everybody else. I'm here to tell you that there isn't a player that I played with that didn't feel like he was the best player on the field. You're supposed to feel that way. Nobody's mad at you for feeling like you you the, you the dookie or the poop or whatever you want to call it. Nobody's mad at you for that because you're supposed to. Everything about an elite athlete says that. You know, it, it's one of those things. It was like they the other night I was on television and I was watching the uh, – what was the, the the game where Kobe had against the Dallas Mavericks where they were talking about, I guess, uh, what's the, the owner of the Mavericks was talking about they should cut Kobe. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban was talking about cutting Kobe. Kobe went out there and just went, he just shooting from all over the place. Because Kobe was that dog. He felt like no matter what, he was always open. There were shots that Kobe was making where he clearly could have passed the ball. He didn't because he made the shot. And I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking to myself, like, when they talk about Mamba mentality, that's exactly what it is, man. You feel like there's nobody else out there. There used to be memes where they used to have Kobe on the court, and it would be Kobe. And they'd say his teammates, and it would be nobody. It would just be Kobe. Sometimes you got to feel that way. You have to feel that way. And nobody that has played the sport at the high level is mad at you for that. Yeah, definitely. Nobody's mad at you for that. As a matter of fact, we love that. That's the one thing that we love about A.J. Brown. As much as I sat here on this station, and I still down this hill, I think Devontae Smith is a better receiver than A.J. Brown. I think that. I think he runs better routes. I think he's faster. I think he has better hands. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, TK, if I need a first down or if I need a touchdown, I'm throwing to big Batman. I ain't throwing I – like, I, I love skinny Batman, but I'm going to – I need him on the field because I know he's going to go get it because yeah. he has that mentality. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. That's, that's the kind of mentality – that you want at that position. Yeah, definitely. And, and you, like you said, Hugh, it's at that position. Like, you need to, as a wide receiver in the NFL, the, all the great ones have that mentality. Yes. But, like, and I, I think what gets misconstrued sometimes about receivers in particular, because of the history and because we've seen the guys like T.O. and Randy Moss and guys like that, is the word diva and the word, you know, those kind of monikers come with that position. 
I don't think A.J. Brown is those things. Like, I think A.J. Brown is, is an emotional person. I think he, you know, lets his emotion show. But I don't look at him and think, you know, he's a problem behind the scenes or, or he's a problem in the locker room or anything like that. I just think he's a guy who has high emotions, emotions run high, and when things aren't going well, get frustrated. And, and th- th- there's this is why I feel so strongly about my position on A.J. A.J. tried to do his damnedest in his own way to fix this by doing the, the, the skate room. I know we made jokes and stuff <laughs> about that. Forgot about but that. he was trying to do things to fix this because he wants to win. That's that's the only thing that he has to show me. He's trying to fix it. Now, we need to have a come to Jesus moment to try to get everybody in the room and try to figure out the best way to fix this. But he was never one of those guys to me from from my purview was trying to be an individual. He was trying to be all-inclusive. He went out there, even though he put his foot in his mouth when he said it, he was like, hey, we were improvising. That wasn't on the coaches. And when he said it, we did what we what we do. <laughs> we we took that and we ran with it. That's what we do. That's the media. Because he said it. But then when he realized that it was probably not the right thing to say, he's still learning and evolving with this, man. Like I said, and this is the thing that I think people tend to forget. Buddy came here, had a ton of success. Out the gate, straight out the gate. Had a ton of success. It went bad for him a little bit. Like that's something, if you don't know how to handle that, you're going to have some missteps, you know, and, and you got to grow from that. And I think that's what he's doing. That's why he called in. He didn't have to call in. No, and, and that's a big part <laughs> of it, Hugh. And I, I want to ask you th- this question real quick before we get back to the, home, the phones. But obviously, like, dealing with the criticism this year, the losing at the end of the season, it bothered AJ. Do you think this is a situation that he's going to learn from and deal better with next year I if think the Eagles so. do go through a losing I hope we don't have – but listen, I'm going to tell you like this, TK. I hope we don't have to go through this. Well, I do I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there first. But I think so. I think so, man, because it's like anything that we do in life. You know, your first sign of adversity, you handle it the way that you felt you should have handled it. And if that didn't work, you learn from that, you grow, and you keep it moving. And the next time it comes around, you handle it not the same way that you handled it the last time. Right. Like, I think that moving forward with him, he'll probably be a little bit more guarded when he talks to the media, but at the same time, a little bit more forthcoming. He's going to try to handle that as best you possibly can because the one thing I do know for sure, that no matter what he says and no matter how he tries to frame it, each individual person that's on this station, we're going to take from that what we will, and we're going to interpret it the way that we interpret it. I mean, that's a fact. That's everybody does that, man. You can sit here and you can say it as, as eloquently as you want to and as clear and concise as you want to. But at the end of the day, we're going to all take what, what is being said and we're going to interpret it the way that we interpret it. Yeah. It happens to us all the time. And, you know, dealing with that kind of criticism, dealing with those kind of interpretations is something that, that AJ comes gonna, with. It's, it's a yeah, part of the territory, it's, man. It's part, it's part, of, part of the territory. You have to you have to pick and choose. What battles you choose to fight as far as that's concerned? Because just like you said, somebody got on here a couple callers ago, not picking on the caller that said it, but, oh, I didn't like the fact that he didn't say nothing. Or I didn't like the fact that he said he works harder than everybody else. See? I mean, I I didn't get stuck on any of that, but some people did. Yeah. And that's how it happens. No, agreed. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Anthony in Southwest Philly. What's up, Anthony? Hey, what's going on, guys? How what's y'all up, doing man? today, man? How y'all feeling? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Well, I'm all right today, man. So first thing, I just wanted to put a point out there, right? 
for AJ, man, because I'm, I'm I'm leaning on the side of the media with this one because when you get on the sideline, you know, you're screaming and hollering at your guys and, you know, you're doing all this other theatrics. It's kind of like when you're at the beach and you drop some bread on the ground and all the seagulls run at you. Yeah. You get, you know, you kind of draw that to yourself. You know what I mean? I like all That's these analogies, that, you know? too, by the way. I like these analogies. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I try to be the guy that, like, you know, I like to pick one side. You know what I mean? I don't want to be down the middle because when you're playing tug of war, you only get one side of the rope. So I'm going to say oh, with the good, media. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. Dropped, he dropped two of them. <laughs> there you go, Anthony. Oh, you're on a roll. Keep cooking, man. You, know, you can keep him in the bank. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm take that tug of roll. <laughs> I'm going to get that one, though. Yeah, but so you know what I'm saying? You know, so like he said, you know, these, these things are, it's my passion. You know, I'm passionate. This is the thing. But I, you got to understand, you're playing in a passionate city with passionate fans, passionate media, guys that were on the team before, such as yourself, you know. So when these things flare up, it's just what it is. So you got to realize that, you know, you're playing in a very passionate city with a very vicious media, but we're not, we're not going to go out there and attack you. You know, they only given, you know, what's with they with the data that they got to put out there. You're screaming and hollering on the sideline when it's not going right for you. But, you know, when things fall apart and the media is asking you questions, you don't want to talk when team isn't team. And I think, I think that's where the diva allegation came from. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You can't definitely. ignore it all and back into a corner and tuck your tail when it's time to really talk when it comes to team. But when it's for you personally, we see you over there amped up and shaking shoulders and saying, hey, get it together. You know what I mean? When it's for your production. So I think that's where we, we, we where he, you know, he got blamed for being a diva and all that other stuff. But, you know, just for the future, you know, just tighten it up, lock it in, and don't blame the media or the fans because – we can't get out there on the field and play better. Only you can do that. Yeah, no, I got you, Anthony, and I appreciate the call, man. Thanks. And yeah, I think that's that. That's well said, and it, it is a, a big part of things here that maybe players don't always oh, don't always get. Like we don't know everything. Like we, there's a lot we don't know. Yeah, and it's going to lead us to to ask questions, speculation, speculation, speculation. When, when there's not when you're not talking to the media, and when there's you know incidents on the sideline, whatever they are, of course we're going to want to know better what that was about dude our job is to analyze and we analyze stuff even though sometimes we might be wrong but that's what we do and we talk about it this is no different this is what this is where for me it's funny because this is no different what we do every day is no different than the lebron michael jordan conversation that we have or people have all the time and then they come sometimes with asinine takes well you know jordan sold more shoes than than, than lebron did or Jordan did this, or Space Jam was better because Jordan did it. and that, like That's what we do as fans. We speculate, and we always talk about what ifs. What if so-and-so would have played for so-and-so instead of where he played and stuff like that. That's all we're doing. We're sitting at a bar and, and having sports conversations with our besties or our buds. That's what sports talk is. And if you get mad about some of the takes that somebody else has, go get mad at some of the dudes you be hanging out at the bar with on a weekend. Get mad at them for some of them stupid-ass takes that they have. Right, and just to clarify for AJ, that was a call earlier that called you a cancer in the locker room. That wasn't either of us. That wasn't any anybody here hosting the show. That was just I didn't, I, yeah, he's not a cancer. Yeah, yeah, no, he's not. And, and I think that this can be productive moving forward, but I hope AJ does take that away from it and, and takes away from it that, you know, the fan base does want to understand him better. Like, we do want to understand his point of view and get where he's coming from, and—, and I think that was an important part of the interview, and and to your point, Hugh, that last caller, he was on he was on point with those uh, 
analogies. Yeah, I like the analogy. What do you say? You can't. You got to pick a side and tug of war. Yeah. Kid just because yeah, you can't just play the rope down the middle. I like that. I That's still, the one. I still like yours the best though. Was that? that like that? AJ, he's not looking for a divorce. No, he's he not. Wants to stay together. I mean, because you know, I'm, I'm, I like bad analogies because I think that it's important that people understand and, and you put it in perspective that people can digest. You know, just like one of the worst things you could do is when you're in a relationship is let your friends know all your business. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't let your friends know all your business because everybody's going to have an opinion about it and they don't know the ins and outs. And once you tell them, they're going to they're going to they're going to react in a way probably that you you don't really want them to react because you're trying to work it out. So just keep it to yourself. Yeah. That's what you do, guy. Keep it to yourself. And that's what he did with the with the Jalen Hurts stuff. And that was probably the right move to move to make it. Definitely out. the right move to make. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Want your thoughts on the AJ Brown situation? Did it make you feel better or worse? Did the interview make you feel better or worse about the Eagles moving forward? We'll continue to take all your calls. See everybody on hold. And when we get back here also, a piece of NFL news from over the weekend, a former Eagles coach finds a new landing spot and a potential Eagles free agent target uh, is putting himself out there on social media. So we'll get to both those issues when we get back. Tom Kelly in for Joe Giglio alongside Hugh Douglas. This is the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94, WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.